All right. Gate 14. The one, the only Jeremy Roach is back from the Dominican. Jer, how are you, brother? Good. It's good to be back. What did I miss? Three episodes? Yeah. And the Blue Jays just totally crumbled while you were gone. So I don't know if you have anything to say to the fans about that. I mean, it's probably my fault. Like me not being on the pod, probably people are putting it together that it's my fault for not being on the podcast. So expect them to rebound here. I'm expecting a big stretch now that I'm back. Thanks, because we uh, we really need it. Johnny and I holding down the fort. Johnny, about him tonight, we get a nice little text. I'm out on the golf course <laughs> for the Leaf game. Those boys, I can't make it tonight. I'm like, okay, why? Johnny goes, uh, they shut off the Wi-Fi in my house. He didn't say that, but he's like, unless I go to McDonald's and get Wi-Fi, he says he's moving. Has he been then, moving for the past, like, three months, it feels so, like? So we went to that Jays game against the Red Sox a couple weeks ago, and then he said, I'm moving tomorrow. So, yeah, it does feel like he's been moving for three weeks. And he's been, like, taking, like, he's been doing pods on the floor. <laughs> it like, was one of this, <laughs> it's the gritty, dedication, man. It's though, on this setup. guy. He was literally going, like, we were like, it's okay. Like, Abe and I have done pods together. <laughs> with uh owner's box but uh i mean like the guy was gonna go to mcdonald's to <laughs> do this pod like i don't think i've ever seen that imagine getting in your car and driving to mcdonald's at 11 11 16 p.m to f- do a pod that's the type Dedication. of guy johnny is though he would do it mm-hmm. for the people the he tiktok's would. been going crazy if you <laughs> we posted the Derek holland clip from last episode where we just said he's not vaccinated. We just made a point. We said a fact, mm-hmm. straight up fact. We don't think, well, it's actually not a fact. I said we think he's not vaccinated. And then people in the comments just turned into a Trump rally. It was absolutely incredible today. Did you check those out? I was going, I didn't get to check that out. You guys said there was COVID debate. We've seen it before. Anything <laughs> about COVID and you get the freaking guys going, the dogs start barking in the freaking comments. All right. That's well, for sure. The reason we're here, the Toronto Blue Jays are two and seven in their last nine games. They're the worst team in baseball with runners in scoring position, and we just cannot win. We, uh, Jared and I were at the Leaf game on Tuesday, recording right after this Leafs game six loss. I don't know if you watched that, did you? Yeah, that was, uh, it feels like it feels like it's not going to go well in game seven. It feels I'll like it's that. not going to go well in game seven. Mm-hmm. So we don't really, I don't see the game live on Tuesday, right? With all the ejections, we get back in the car and the 590 guys, right? The radio, Barker Mm -hmm. and Blair. (laughs) If you guys want some entertainment, go listen to those two old folks. And they have to hate each other, don't they? I've never seen Barker that mad. Like, I don't think I've, I also like, I didn't even know those two had a show together. Like, I didn't know they were on the same, like, Blair was kind of like had his role like fucking taken down a little bit for a bit felt like last year. And then like we just hear these guys like literally going at it like they were go- they hated each other. Like, it was at- loved- yeah, it was actually awesome. It was like top tier radio because Barker, mm-hmm. his thing is every single time Blair would bring something up, he just goes. Well, you haven't been in the box like I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you what? Want... <laughs> what can you say to that? Right? It's just like, it's just yeah, the that's truth. a big fuck you. It's kind of a cheap shot, though. Like, it's a cheap shot because like Blair can't really come back with anything, and like 
It's a it's a low blow cheap shot by Barker. Okay, we get it. You played in the show and Blair didn't. But like using that, like it's a good one. Like he got he gets them every time on it, but he was using it a little bit too much. I think we listened to maybe 30 minutes of it and he said it five or six times. <laughs> but nonetheless, the umpires were the discussion of Tuesday's game, right? Obviously, the Aaron Judge home run was a real kick in the dick. We kind of yeah. got in the car. Listen to that. That was horrible, but the umpires. So sixth inning, fifth inning, I forget you got, I don't remember all the details. I didn't watch it live, but I go back. Our guy, Tyler Heineman, is mixing it up with Donaldson in the early innings, apparently, right? So three-run shot to tie it up or something like that. I forget. I'm sorry for the details. This, this is my fault for not remembering. And then Jimmy, Yimmy Garcia, a one pitch, throws a strike, okay? And then next pitch hits Josh Donaldson. And then these umps get together, and I don't know what those four idiots came up with, but ejecting Jimmy Garcia in that was the craziest thing just because Tyler Hyman and Donaldson were yelling at each other earlier. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the umps here. I'm telling you, man, it might just be this goddamn trying to get these robot umps. Like, they're making a good case. This is the most I've seen like chatter about umps in a long time. Like, I feel like we're talking about a new play or a new situation like every day now. And like, is it because they want to go to robot robot umps or like you guys just keep doing a shit job? Because it's just a horrible, like, what it like what the hell they wouldn't even throw that out in little league like what what is that that was absurd it was a tie ball game donaldson came out the next day and said he didn't think it was intentional you saw the yankees got up onto the dugout and started beaking at him i just first of all it's major league baseball's fault that the baseballs are slippery they fucked that up royally this year and then just how they came together and made the decision blew my mind and i'm pretty sure um the thing is if you get if your pitcher gets tossed for intentionally throwing at someone, then the manager gets tossed right away. And I don't think that happened. So, Oh really? Yeah. So Montoya gets tossed later in the game. Another bullshit thing, but we have Bo come up and it was uh, Miguel Castro pitching and he throws up and in for a play where I don't think he should have been tossed. I know everyone was kind of beacon. That was the Mm -hmm. type of retaliation play. But it was up and in. Bo wasn't – he didn't get knocked on his ass. He just kind of gets brushed back. But just once you sent that president that you're tossing people for pretty much nothing, the fact they didn't toss him was another just, hey, like, you guys are going to police yourselves because we clearly can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not – you're like, no one should be getting tossed if they're throwing, like, up and in. If they're throwing behind a player, yeah. But if you're not hitting a player, like, let's be honest, like, you should be tossed. No, no, I agree. But game one's tough. You say Kikuchi was a nice little bright spot there. Again, they've stopped him throwing the cutter. I did a fancy video today, and it's like, hey, you might want to pick this guy up because his six starts this season, three against the New York Yankees, two against the Houston Astros, and one against the Boston Red Sox. That's the gauntlet early in the season, and he's Mm -hmm. come out of it looking better pretty much every start. So anything from you on you say Kikuchi? Yeah, he's been impressive. I mean, like, we talked about it before the season. Like, we really shouldn't expect much. I mean, he's no. a fifth starter on our team. Like, and people think, like, he's coming in like he's some stud 
uh, that was like he signs his contract and people were sort of expecting a little too much from him. But look, he's been good. He's been doing his job. He's been keeping the Jays in games. That's all you can ask for for a fifth starter. Yeah. And so today I was kind of I was down today. Um, I was going through the stats. I found myself on fan graphs for extended period of time. And when Avery finds himself on fan graphs, not good things usually happen. Avery ends last, up on there for six hours. Avery ended up on fan graphs for six hours today. That is true. So in the last 14 days, the Toronto Blue Jays are 22nd in weighted runs created plus 23rd in weighted on base average, 24th in average, while having the 10th highest hard hit percentage and 10th in chase rate. So for me, it's just mm. I, I don't really like take much from the numbers other than we've just been unlucky and we've been shitty. Also, yeah, I th- yeah it's kind of like those those numbers are kind of like, I guess, like even across the board, like we can like, I guess we've been striking out too much in big spots, I think is what we kind of get from that. We're chasing too much. Maybe maybe we're pushing too much with runners in scoring position type thing. Oh, and did I find a thread about? runners and scoring position that I'm going to get to here in a minute. But so far, uh, I was looking at expected stats on baseball savant as well. Our pitching staff has the third highest expected batting average against. And I think from watching the games, it makes sense because we get hit hard as a staff. Every game. I mean, Bar- like. Barrios alone would probably fucking bring that thing up to league leading. <laughs> I think he pitched really, really well yesterday. And the stat line doesn't show that he pitched that well and i think he made strides but i'm gonna go fourth hardest schedule in baseball by the way right now so i'm gonna try and be optimistic if johnny was on here he's not gonna be optimistic but i'm gonna try and take this a different route to try and get us a win because what we've been doing hasn't been working Mm -hmm. okay the runners in scoring position it is to the naked eye you even know how shitty this is but what we know last season, we were third in baseball with an 811 OPS with runners in scoring position. This season, we are 30th in the league with a 561 OPS with runners in scoring position. So, what this guy wrote, um, just open it up here on Twitter. His name is Chris Black. What he said based on the numbers is he thinks this is just unlucky and this is bound to change. But there's just so many people. Um, who are just bad with runners in scoring position. We're looking at there are nine MLB players with a runners in scoring position average lower than 100, and three of them are Toronto Blue Jays. You want to guess the three? Uh, that have, what did you say there? Under 100 batting average with runners in scoring position. Oh, on the Jays. Yeah. Uh, Matt Chapman? No. Oh. Uh, Kirk? Kirk? Yeah, Kirk is one of them. Um, man, like I want to say, like I don't want to say Zach Collins, but no, no, I can no. give you a. You would get one. The third one, you probably wouldn't get. It's. I don't want to say a big name. Oh, no. Guriel. Okay, I'm surprised about Guriel. Guriel, and then Rymel Tapia, and uh, so 66. They've been out 66 times. Those people runners in scoring position. 28 of those 61 outs that they've made with runners in scoring position have come on pitches outside of the strike zone. Hmm. So where, where we're looking at this from an, uh, an approach thing on this blue Jays team is we, this zone just expands like crazy when we get runners on it. It's just 
pressing for a team that knows they can score runs. We just seem to press and expand the zone that makes it harder for us to hit. There's videos on this thread. I'm maybe I'll link it. I'll definitely forget to do that. But it's a really good thread. Chris Black on Twitter. Um, just look at. It says in the bigger moments they're just expanding the zone. There is a 40 second clip of just people getting out with runners on scoring position, and it is early in every single count. It feels like he thinks that Lourdes Gurriel should be hitting in the seven hole. I don't know if I agree about that, but I think we're gonna turn things around here. Yeah, no, I mean, like we talked about it. We're not going to be, we're not going to be, the expectations were really high, we said. And look, the Jays got off to a fantastic start. Better than probably expected, to be honest. They played some very hard teams, fourth hardest schedule in the majors. Now they're getting to the easier teams and maybe they kind of took a, you know, a foot off the gas type thing. And they thought these games were going to be walking the park, but look, it's the major leagues, no game, no series are walking the park. So I think they're realizing that maybe they got to their head. Maybe they're like, fuck, like that schedule was grueling. Now we can just coast, but you can't coast. So they're going to have to buckle down here. They got to, they got to win the, they got to win these shitty series. And I know they got a good stretch coming up, um, but I'm expecting a lot from them. Matt Chapman is, only hitting 161 with runners in scoring position. So, yes, that is a, another guy. Uh-oh. Nope. Uh-oh. We just went through the thread of the runners in scoring position. Wow, I'll he's here. What's up, fellas? <laughs> what, are you, what are you on? Some, are you paying for data or something? I'll be honest, man. The data bill has taken a substantial fucking hit. <laughs> The data has taken a substantial fucking hit. I mean, this week couldn't get any worse. The Jays get absolutely fucking dog walked by the New York Yankees. I have no data. I have to fucking watch the Leafs game in a fucking wild wing by myself because there's no one I know involved. It's just absolute nightmare fuel. And I'll be honest, man. If the Jays don't figure it out, this is the this is nightmare. Like this is horrid. I couldn't believe it. We have fucking people fighting about the vaccine in our TikTok comments. Yeah. It's been a <laughs> we, I think week. We, we're hitting rock bottom here. Like, I no. leave for one week, and we have <laughs> fights and TikTok comments. We have Johnny with no Wi-Fi, and the Jays can't win a goddamn ball game. Yeah, well, the, we should name this podcast. Obviously, we were going to do the Johnny roast, but this podcast should be named The Curse of Jer. Yeah. Because... Ever since Jeremy, when Jeremy, before Jeremy left, the Jays were nasty, haven't lost a series. Jeremy leaves, they lose three series in a row. <laughs> um, they can't hit to save their fucking life. And next thing you know, the J- like the Jays go from first to third place, and he was gone for a fucking week. It doesn't, it, it's mind boggling what happened to this fucking guy. Like Jeremy ruined the Toronto Blue Jays. It's the type of power hey. a guy like that, like in that power position, brings though. So, Jared can handle it. You know, he's apologized already. That was the first thing we I, did. I brought uh-huh. up the curse. I apologize. Yeah. I mean, I should have been on the pod from Dominican Republic. That's my <laughs> that bad. Was, that, Do you think you would have had better Wi-Fi than Johnny does? Probably. I can't. I, is my Wi-Fi good? Like, am I cutting? No, no, no. Yeah, you're good. You're, yeah, you're, you're good. You're perfect. You're probably better than better. usual yeah. right now. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. I mean... I'll be honest with you. I'll I'll be on here for another five minutes, but I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. This weekend against Tampa Bay Rays, the only positive I have going into it is the Jays aren't facing Shane McClanahan because that oh, dude yeah. is a that dude is fucked. That dude is a fucking freak. I mean, 
The guy punched out 11 last night. He was at the lightning game tonight, just ringing the horn to get the fucking crowd. Oh, going. I didn't see that. It was crazy. That I is mean, you gotta think. I... You gotta think all the Blue Jays players about that game too. We right? saw that I, Zach I Collins um, Insta story, right, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the only one who actually posted. I mean, he wasn't with the boys. I know he's with like his girlfriend and stuff, but you yeah. gotta think the boys are at that game. If you're not, what are you doing? It's just, I I don't trust one guy on this team besides George Springer right now. George Springer is the only human being on this Toronto Blue Jays team. Maybe Vladdy, I guess. Where it's like when he's up, I'm like, all right, this is going to be a competitive at bat. Every single person on the Jays, I, I didn't even bother watching. Like after, I think it was Stan hit that game tying home run on Tuesday. I turned it off. I was like, I'm not watching this. I was like, I, I know how this song ends. And then Jordan Romano with an absolute fucking cock shot right down Broadway. Aaron Judge hits it in the third fucking deck. I mean. That this was the worst possible, and we were trying to be optimistic. Me and Avery going into it, we we're saying it's going to be maybe we'll split. No, there's just there's there was no splitting that series. That was, it was just it was Jays were going to lose that series two nothing. That's what was going to happen. It was the uh, I realized how many Yankees fans I had on Twitter after that home run. They said they're going to be playing that home run for years to come. And I was like, you have got to be shitting me. That was just the worst Get a life. Possible. Get a goddamn life. <laughs> I mean, if Vladdy did that, I'd probably play that a thousand times too. And this is the thing here. I'm going to try to be po- Johnny positive here. Like, listen, we're in fucking May, and I have Yankees fans on Twitter celebrating like they just won their 20. 20- there goes the Wi-Fi. There goes the Wi-Fi. Am I good now? Yeah, yeah, we got you again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But would I be acting the exact same if that was me? Yeah, I'd be acting the cockiest. Like the Jays were four games in first place and just 20 and eight. I would be the biggest dickhead of all time. But these Yankee fans are outlandish. They keep saying like they were one of the biggest trolls that I saw was when Yankees fans were like uh, they they made the video of the like Vladdy saying this year is going to be a movie. And this is the trailer or something like that. And they just played the Aaron Judge home run after it. Like, we're in May. We are in fucking May. Like, sh- like uh, some may say the Yankees are. Are the Yankees peaking too early? Some are saying. Some yep. are saying. I mean, we were, we were talking. I was talking about this with a buddy. And we were talking about the Jays struggling. And it's like, we're, we're just a better team than the Yankees. Like, on paper, like, of course. Like, Open, that I think rotation. We're worse. If you put us in a five-game series against the Yankees in playoffs with our pitching, like, do you? I just have full confidence we take this that series. The Jays don't have a number three guy. They don't like Barrios. I'm sorry if he doesn't figure it out. He is absolutely pure and utter trash right now. I mean, I I was saying I thought he was. I thought he was good against the Yankees on Wednesday. I I thought he was good. He's not. I don't know what's He's that. not performing like an ace, like Gosman is. Gosman, like, is, Gosman and Manoa are literally the only reason why the Jays are above five hundred. Those two yes. are the only. If it wasn't for them two, the Jays would be literally with the Red Sox and Orioles competing for a draft pick, tanking for Drew Jones. <laughs> I, that's the. I, that might be the biggest surprise. The the Red Sox like great like their pitching is finally like catching up to them like their rotation's so bad i don't really know what to they expected but i guess we're like oh well last year they were good yeah <laughs> so they didn't do anything to be help good again this up. year yeah like they didn't and they compo- didn't improve their pitching they got worse the rotation got worse 
And completely off topic, is there a more pathetic franchise in the Toronto Maple Leafs? I mean, and listen, this is a baseball <laughs> podcast, but we talked about the Leafs already, too. Yeah. Oh, and eight in elimination games. Like, I mean, you couldn't even you could do that if you tried. Oh, and eight. Oh, and eight in elimination games. And three of them were against the Montreal Canadiens, who literally are the first team that get the first they get the first overall pick. I yeah. mean, if they don't win game seven, just blow the team up. If they don't Dude. win game seven, just blow the team up and maybe like just blow up Scotiabank. Like just start over. That's, that's you just have to rename it the ACC. Just go back. That, yeah. Yeah, this go is back. this is a veteran team going to come into game seven and they, this isn't their first rodeo. And you look at the other side, every single fucking Leaf player, is like especially Matthews and Marner. I don't know if you guys watched that series last year that uh was it amazon prime series yeah the pressure these kids put on themselves to win this like this game like tonight was the game they had to win like because they're going to game seven and these kids are going to be like he's marner's not gonna have a good game like i'd be shocked if marner has a really good game like good for him if he does but he's putting so much pressure on himself matthews is too matthews been really good this playoff but fuck, dude, this is gonna be a shit show if they but lose. The thing is, though, like every single year, there was something that Leaf fans could like hang their hat on, which is what the problem was why they lost the series. This year, all the big dogs are showing up. Johnny T's look insane. He's looked pretty good. Nylander's putting up. I think he's leading the team in points. Jack Campbell hasn't even been that bad. There's just really nothing that Leaf fans can look back if they lose this. There's really nothing they can look back on and be and blame it on. Like, because before you could blame it on Matthews and Marner for not showing up in the series. They both have shown up this series. This is just a pure and utter fucking meltdown. If they lose, if they lose this, this would be one of the most embarrassed. Like, if you go 0-9 in the Matthews Marner era with arguably like the great, the best one-two punch in hockey besides Leon and McDavid, you're an absolute pathetic poverty franchise. Like, just sell the team. Like, it's just terrible. It's like I, I the, I would think to say that the Lightning should have won last the last game, game five. I think the Leafs should have won game six. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of a toss up here. They've split every game, like back and forth, back and forth. I think the Leafs are in a good spot again. When was the last time they had game seven at home with fans, right? I'm going to try and be optimistic thinking that's going to no, be I the reason. I'll be honest with you. I, I think the Leafs <laughs> win game seven. I think they battle their – I think they fight their demons at home game seven. I think that's like honestly, I'm just gonna be optimistic. I genuinely do think they win game seven. Like I and it's at home, the lightning of one, two. They've been they've been playing to like the deepest part of the season for the last two years. I genuinely do think the Leafs win. It's just absolutely hilarious, just trolling the fuck out of Leaf fans. Aren't you a Leaf fan yourself? I wouldn't say I'm a Leaf fan, no. I I I I would say I'm a fan of good hockey. And I'll be honest (laughs) with you. Game seven is going to be fucking electric. I don't even want to know what ticket prices would be for that game. Oh, they're going to be a lot. All right. Well, we also have great news on Saturday. Our boy, our king, Hunjin Ryu takes the mound. God, oh, my God. <laughs> I might put five. I might put five grand on the race. I, they, I mean, Ryan Yarbrough sucks ass, too, though. Let's be that fair. That is going to be – that game is going to be like 10-8. It is going to be just – Whoever can score, like, it's going to be just an absolute nightmare of a game. I, the fact that the Jays keep just forcing Ryu to be a starter, especially now, is like, dude, if he gets shelled on Saturday, I hope he, they just don't put him on the flight back to Toronto. Against no, yeah, his plane goes overseas. 
Yeah, he's going right straight to the KBO, playing for the Hanwha Eagles. Because it's just it, it's just nightmare fuel. I mean, and I'll end it with this, and this is completely off topic, but we weren't even, and I need to clear the air here. We weren't even talking about Derek Holland's vaccinate vaccination status like it's a bad, like it's a bad thing. Like it's a bad thing to be unvaccinated. I don't give a flying fuck if you're vaccinated or not. What we were talking about was just the fact that if he's not vaccinated, why sign a guy that can't play in Toronto? That's it. That's it. And people were just running away with it like we're fucking like we're just these pro-vax podcast like i was like you're the government they thought you were the government and some guy said and one of the craziest comments was some guy was like um someone commented and saying you can't play in canada if you're not vaccinated and someone responded you see the problem with that like we're the government (laughs) officials making making the laws that they can't play in fucking toronto i was amazed by it and it's a guy and the guy that i was fighting with on on the tiktok he was like a teenage troll hiding behind a burner account with the teenage mutant ninja turtles fucking profile picture. <laughs> it was it was crazy. I thought I was fucking going stir crazy reading it, but that's what happens, man. But anyways, I'm gonna give my prediction. I think I think the Jays I think the Jays take two or three. I wanna be optimistic. The Jays take two or three. The bats get back on. Obviously, the game they lose is the game that Ryu pay. Actually, no. I think the Jays take two or three, and the game that they win is the first two, and they lose the third game. I think Ryan Yarbrough is absolutely poverty. He stinks. And it's just going to be, is he worse than Ryu? We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. They're like mirror images of each other. They're that bad. Like they're, yeah, they're both just like kind of soft-throwing lefties that just throw cock shots. But I don't know. And I think Calvin Biggio is working his way back, too. So. <laughs> Thank God, man. It's Thank God. House, it's going to be the house of horrors, the clown show. Okay. 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 Listen, 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 listen. Would you take this team winning games if it meant Kevin Biggio was getting regular at bats and but still sucking? I don't think that equates. I don't think that equates. To, I don't think. Okay. That but it has to for this theoretical. Yes, I would. I 100% okay. would. I 100% would because there would be that little like those graphics of like all of those three guys looking at their dads, like just like on a winning team. But it's just, it's, if it, if Ryu pitches well Saturday, I'm all the way back in. If he gets shelled, he's done. I, 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 I will never watch a Jays game when he's pitching again. You ha- actually, we're going to do that. If Ryu doesn't pitch well on Saturday, like, okay, what's say pitching? Well, I'm going to say if he gives up four plus, if he gives up four plus runs, I will never watch a Jays game that Ryu is pitching in. I, and you guys have my word. I can't watch it. You guys have to like check up on me. I cannot watch the game. I will not. Rest be of the se- rest of the season and playoffs. Rest of the season and playoffs. If Ryu is on the mound, if he gives up four plus on Saturday, I will never watch a Jays game with him pitching ever again. That's, that's full, full game or just while he's in the game. No full game. I don't, even I don't care. Eighth, ninth, whatever. I will not watch a game pitching. But um, anyways, boys. Uh, I'm excited to listen to what you guys say tomorrow. It'll probably, it'll probably be a couple of Johnny Junes to Wi-Fi roasts. I'm living in hell right now. I don't have any Wi-Fi. Um, I'm just burning through the data, but that's just sacrifices we make. We did, so, we did uh, say that it has been like three weeks that you've been moving for. Yeah. Been- well, no. Well, what happened was the people that bought my house had to delay it because um, 
they didn't have the money or something. I don't remember, remember what the <laughs> fucking problem is. So they delayed it. So I, like realistically, I should be probably four weeks into this house. Yeah. So it's just, I'm not, but um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that's keeping me going is the Jays just getting their fucking dicks whacked by the fucking Yankees and just Yankees fans trolling us. But anyways, I'm excited to listen to this boys. Hopefully by the next time we talk, I will have uh, Wi-Fi. I have never missed an officially unofficial episode in three years. I've never missed the Gate 14 episode now. So just, uh, it's the Iron Man streak, just staying alive. <laughs> Cal so Ripken, thank, thank you for your service. But anyways, guys, I'm excited to listen to it tomorrow, uh, this episode. And uh, if Ryu 4 plus, I won't be watching the Jays game again with him <laughs> in the mouth. All right, easy, boy. Easy, brother. All right. Johnny, two of three, he said. That's optimistic for him. I, I like when Johnny's happy because he can get down on the boys pretty quick. I want to know your thoughts on Kevin Biggio and Hunjin Ryu at this point. Where are, where do you stand with those two? I mean, Johnny's so hard on Ryu. <laughs> like, Johnny fucking, he hates him so much. It's like the guy is what? Like, he's thrown three games this year? Maybe. Three games or two games? <laughs> I'm not Maybe even sure. Two. Um, give, give the guy a break. I think that he could come and I think he, we could see a surprise outing here. He's due for something. He's been, he's been a rock like before, like we've seen it before. I mean, he's obviously getting older. He's like a soft lefty, but I mean, he is our fourth pitcher, like we said. So like, I mean, we're going to need him. Yeah. Like, that's, that's we're where I keep him. That's where I keep going back to it is like, I understand that he's not pitching well. Mm-hmm before this team to succeed as a guy who's what his success is, is being an innings eater for the teams. Right. Yes. And Ross Stripling usually isn't that innings eater, although he's pitched better. It's like, we kind of need Ryu to figure this out. And then Kevin Biggio, where are you on him? I mean, like what you just said though, is interesting. Like the bottom of the order, like six to, I guess, I guess nine aren't producing with runners in scoring positions, right? Like you said, those three guys under 100 were in that, right? You said Kirk, Guriel, and who was the third again? Um, Tapia. Tapia, yeah, which Tapia was hitting in that for the whole start of the year when he was dog shit. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think any of those got, like, Vigio's been bad, like bad, <laughs> like, obviously, yeah. and we fucking hate him. Um, the only good thing is that you could play every position, but pretty much a lot of people could do that. Like you just give them a glove and they're major league players. Let's be honest. Um, I don't know. I don't really think that we have like a crazy option. That's like, Oh, like let's slide this guy in. He can hit over whatever it was like. Yeah. Everyone's kind of doing shitty in that area. So I don't think Except Espinal. He's not. Except, he's, yeah. Espinal is obviously. And that's uh, the only other I think he's the biggest I... surprise of this year. I'd say. I think it's fair to say, he, even though he hit 300 last year. Sure, but that's like, you can slap dick around a 300, right? Yeah, like David uh-huh. Fletcher it, it does that like every that. single it year. It was like shitty little hits last year. He, did he the leads the, the majors in doubles, I think, so far. He's he's first Ooh. or second. Yeah, he's been really good. He deserves to completely fucking beat Biggio, which is great to see. But Biggio is hanging by a shooting. The only thing that's keeping him here is probably the stat that you just said. No one can fucking hit this morning <laughs> yeah. position. So, and it's a left-handed bat. Like, I guess a left-handed bat off the bench. We don't really want Bradley Zimmer, right? We'd rather have, <laughs> would you rather have Kevin Biggio over Brad? That's a Johnny question. Cause he hates both of them. Good. That's like, his that's, two bad, least favorite. that's bad. Game winning, <laughs> game winning 
Game on the uh, line. Down by one, second and third, two outs. Are you putting Zimmer or Biggio at the plate? Biggio. Really? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'd probably go Zimmer. No. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Dude. <laughs> They're Biggio. so shit. Both of them. I can't believe we have to talk about these bums. Yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad conversation starter. <laughs> that, that, that just puts a bad taste in my mouth thinking about that. Well, let's get to this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we go to beautiful Trop. Friday, Gosman, Rasmussen. Drew Rasmussen has been really good. Saturday, Hunjin Ryu against Ryan Yarbrough. And then Sunday, Alec Manoa against Corey Kluber. Your thoughts on the series and your prediction? I'd go with Johnny, two out of two, two v one. I think that the Manoa Kluber matchup. I think it's a given that we could take that game. Uh, and then one or the other. I think the Gosman matchup is going to be really good. It'll be interesting. I think the big thing is like obviously playing the Rays. How will we fit? Like how will we play against their pitching? Johnny's right. McClanahan missing him is huge. Like he's been fucking killing it. He's been like Dylan, him and Dylan Cease, man. Those guys are strikeout machines. Yeah. And McClanahan obviously coming off 11K performance. But but then again, we're all righties. So like technically that matchup shouldn't be that bad. That's where I was thinking that. I don't think it would have been horrible. He yeah. It would have been horrible because he's that good. But yeah, because he throws 100 from the left side. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, imagine Biggio trying to hit McClanahan. That would be a sight to see. <laughs> that's like you need to wear full catcher's gear when he goes up there because he's so scared to hit i i might have a better shot of hitting a single <laughs> from a right side against McClanahan clan and the Vigio. is that fucking that. crazy no not crazy at all i saw your bp last weekend <laughs> <laughs> me trying to hit 100 miles per hour though i'd have to bunt probably yeah um but but no so i the think thing... two out of one is realistic Trump, two out of three Trump, shitty field. two out of three two out of three two out of yeah. three I mean. <laughs> yeah i think it's uh it's realistic. I mean, we should we should spank a couple homers at that park. Come on. Yeah. Well, it's hard for everyone to see, right? Willie Adamas yes, said he couldn't true. see there. So maybe it's oh. tough. But for I want to talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. They get no hit by Reed Detmers. It seems like the Tampa Bay Rays, for a team that is always good, seems to get no hit every single season. Like, you can chalk them down for one <laughs> no-hitter against. It's crazy. I need to look into the stats, but I feel like it happens every single year. It is true. Them and the Guardians. Yeah, like Guardians was a th- weren't they were they didn't they get no hit twice last year? I thought sure Wade Miley threw a no hitter against them or something, didn't he? <laughs> they were like known as the no hitter team, like just the Guardians. Um, but no, I do think that the Rays, yeah, they do have some really bad games at the plate. So I think we see one of those games for sure. That'd be nice. All right, I'll go Toronto Blue Jays two out of three. We win the Gosman start because he's really good. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't win the Gosman start, but it's not because really? he pitches poorly. Rasmussen's been good. Like, I don't know where he's kind of come out of, but he's been very good. So I'll go. We win Saturday, Hunjin Ryu revenge game. Okay. He figures it out. I think he goes five plus, strikes out one, gives up three hits, two runs. We win. And then Alec Manoa, we win his start on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Corey Kluber's been okay. He's kind of gotten his career back on track here here at the end but i don't know i'm excited i hope we can turn things around it would be mm-hmm. awesome i it sucks that the jays play at six and then the leafs are going to play at 7 30 on saturday night but nah, so we deal double with screen 
double screen. I got the three screen set up here, so I'm going to have to utilize that in some form or fashion. Maybe get together for some pints Saturday night mm-hmm. and watch that go on. But no, anything more from you, Jer? No, I think it's, you know, guys, take a take a breather. Don't do a Vladdy at home and and go break something over your leg, you know. Uh, take the high road. It's, it's a long season, and yeah. uh, let's win some ball games here. I'm back, There's... so we should probably win. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's probably a given that we win two out of three. Like, if we win three – if we win all three games, like, we're We're, we're so back. We're so back. Like, I might never have to miss – I probably can't miss an episode again or Johnny will kill me. Yeah, no, that's definitely going to happen. Thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll see you after the game on Sunday.